Except I wasn't high before. No. Um, I don't. I don't know the last time I've been drunk. I tried on New Probably Year's. last Friday. We we were. I wasn't drunk. We were watching Drag Race. I wasn't drunk. But you had so many limeritas. I didn't. I had like two. And those other. Cocktail I had one things. of the other cocktail things. Maybe two of the other cocktail things. I wasn't drunk. But you, you were. Know I'm dehydrated right now, and so this wine is like hitting it. Fucking same. I didn't quick. drink much water at all today. Yeah, I have. I had one of those. This is my second one. Water. Well, bottles. cheers, whore. Clink. Clink. Plastic. Plastic clink. We don't say the planet here because this is bring, bring back, back my girls podcast, the, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. RuPaul's Drag Race, specifically right now. Because we're talking about Drag Race Season 13, 13 episode, episode 6. six. It's episode 6. It's epi- oh, hold on. You have to go up. I have to go up. You got to go up. And then you gotta I was hoping we would be go ready to, for this. Go to uh, my stuff. Click. And then go down. Go down. Go down. Because we're talking <laughs> about go down. Season. Oh, that was it. Season 13, 13 episode 6. Disco mentary, mentary, documentary, disco mentary. Yeah. Stupid, stupid, and yeah. dumb. Who are you? I'm Tim. And I'm Sugar. And this is Bring Back My Girl. So what's your tea? Because we're not doing that. Um. So my tea is okay. Okay. So I got vaccinated. I got my first dose of vaccinated for scabies. For scabies and for uh, chlamydia. Uh huh. Um. But I got also got my first dose of the Moderna COVID vaccine. Oh. Um, my arm is still a little sore to touch. It was mm-hmm. very sore yesterday. The day Can before. I punch it? No, please, please don't. It, punch it. Like it would not. Let me good. punch it. Uh, no, that's why it's you're sitting on this side. Owie. Um, <laughs> and I just feel like a little sleepy on Friday night, and that's it. But it's kind of like like I'm appreciative to have it, mm-hmm. and like I'm glad that my life is valued. But I also am white and masculine presenting and so um when isn't my life valued is kind of how i feel about it like yes thank you for this vaccine i wish this vaccine would have gone to um a body of color Mm -hmm. that like who objectively would not receive the same treatment that i would receive if i got covid and uh had to be hospitalized for it yeah um or like all of my students of color who families uh they could covid could be 
like they could catch it at school and take it home to their families and mm-hmm. it, it's just a very weird place to be because like as it was as i got my email as i scheduled my appointment i was like wow i'm very thankful for this but at the same time i should not be the first one i shouldn't be first in line for this no but who cares because i'm vaccinated yeah i mean so. you are one of the few people who are able to take the next step for the persons that you were just describing like right. even though you were able to do it first doesn't mean that your contribution to the world as being one of the people vaccinated is not allowing others to also be vaccinated right because you're technically a test dummy that's so, true you know it's still pretty early instead so, of like you know how history used up. to treat like people with vaccinations and yeah and uh testing like if you didn't know please look up the the tuskegee syphilis uh yep. experiment um if you aren't aware of it but you know when black people were allowed or were prompted to get vaccines and treatments before anybody else mm-hmm. it was um not good for us and was not good especially up to the 1970s which is was not that long ago people that's true um so boohoo but also you'll be fine um and i'll be fine and i'll get my vaccine when i am able to uh is that the rest of your tea think so well congratulations on getting vaccinated thanks you're it's definitely round one of two right i will be getting my second round march 5th fun what are you doing do you want to like hang out with me in case i like die on march 5th yeah because apparently the second round of vaccine is like pretty killer okay um like even emily got like sick from it oh shit um, you don't have to say yes right now. Well, I'm glad because I'm just it's it's gonna it's gonna be a no for me, dog. It's gonna be a no for me unless we're recording. Yeah, we'll see. How about this? Like, if we hang it on March 5th, we talk about the Wendy Williams documentary. <gasps> you know what I'm really excited for? By the time I get my my second COVID vaccine, I'm gonna be done with this term of grad school, and so I won't be literally work doing homework. I did homework. I woke up at like 6:30 yesterday morning, mm-hmm. and I did not finish homework until 5.30 at night. Wow. Because I'm taking two classes instead of one right now. And I want to die. But I have three weeks left, so whatever. Yeah, whatever. My tea is that I spent two days twisting my fiance's hair. And I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I never know what I'm doing. But it's just bonding time. (laughs) Okay. So, when you said you were going to be doing that, I was like... I feel like you've been twisting his hair forever. Yeah. So then I went and looked. And you... Because he posted about it the first time that you came over to twist. Mm-hmm. It's been like a month. No. Yes. Okay. So a month ago, I twisted his hair. I twisted his hair. And then he took out the hairstyle. He, he uncombed it. No. Yes. <laughs> No. <laughs> You're like, uh-oh. What did I just, did I just do a racism? Oh, no. No, he like untwisted his hair and I just retwisted it yesterday and today. Oh. Yeah. Because, like, it looked like there, he posted a picture of you two. Probably on a story. Oh, it was yeah. that. But then... I don't, maybe it was on the story. I don't know. I was like, I swear that. Probably here. Here's the, yeah. <laughs> another picture. Okay. So like. Yeah. 
So I've, I've twisted his hair more than once. Okay. Um, he just... I, I just thought he was, like, living with, like... Like, you did, like, <laughs> one section and then came back next week and did another section. No, 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 no. Like, all in all, it took about, like, uh, 12 hours because... Yeah. Uh, because black hair is complicated as fuck. Especially mine. I have to probably have to get, like, uh, hair plugs when I'm older. If I'm or just shave hair. it. Or shut up! You know what? Okay. Listen, I've been no. bald since 21, so fuck you. Well, I don't want to be bald. Okay, well, do you think I want to be bald? Well, get hair plugs, whore. Which I can't even afford to, like, buy groceries. Sorry, talk to President Trump about that. I don't know what to tell Ooh, you. Not my president. Not my president. <gasps> That's the real tea. We might get another stimulus check. Oh. Well, I only, I mean, I got the first one. No, we might get another I, from, from Biden. From Biden. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be pretty great. I'm, if I got it. If we get it, I'm going to be so excited. I mean, all it would do for me is make sure I can pay my fucking rent. I'm, as I'm checking my Wells Fargo account okay. right now. Nope, I still have $12 in oh my, my account. So, um, make sure you subscribe to the Patreon <laughs> uh, at patreon.com slash bringbackmygirls. Where you'll receive exclusive content specifically right now, Drag Race UK Season 2. Yes, and we talk so much shit about those girls. Yes, we do. You know, I think... It was I, a cute episode. So, I listen to Drag Race podcasts a lot. I listen to, like, at all of them. that Because I think all people who listen to Drag Race podcasts also listen to, like, other Drag Race podcasts. Right. There's Drag Her with Nicole Byer and uh, <laughs> the permanent judge on Drag Race. Um, there's Willem in Alaska's podcast. There's now um, okay. Sylvain Watchery. Rivalry? Well, when they watch the show, it's called Sibling Watchery. Oh, so, like, so clever. There's like at least like a small handful of like Drag Race podcasts that... Every Drag Race podcast listener listens to. I used to listen to Race Chaser, and it's not that I dislike Race Chaser. It's that they talk out of their ass so much. Well, they're famous drag queens who are on the show that they're talking about. That's contributing well, to their fame. But like, what they when they talk about shit that they know. It's like, oh, cool. But then they try to talk about shit that they don't know shit about. And have like the Black Lives Matter movement? <laughs> oh, don't worry. Nobody's going to come for, like... Who's going to be like, oh, my God, Willem, Alaska. Did you hear that these two fag fucking podcasters in St. Paul, Minnesota are talking shit about you and your podcast? Did you just say Minnesota? I did say Minnesota. All I'm saying is, if you're going to advocate for something, do your fucking homework. Do your homework. And low-key, that is the part of the reason why I fucking quit drag. But here's the thing, okay. Because I was, like, tired of these drag queens running their fucking mouth without doing any fucking kind of research. And I... What I was trying to say before you got on your... Um, I'm sorry. Your, Hi, boys. Your pedestal. <laughs> um... Even though there's like a bunch of different Drag Race podcasts, I think that we are better than a lot of them. Yeah. We just We're, don't have the tools. We are not. Okay. The best Drag Race podcast, hands down, best friends race. And that's a fact. 
Yeah. Best friends raised with, uh, I forget their names. Doesn't matter. I don't want to give them too much credit. Right. They're fantastic. They're funny. Yeah. And informative. Informative. And, and like their opinions aren't like messy fag opinions or like yeah. Nicole Byer opinions. Yeah. It's like they're like, okay, this, you are all legit. Yeah. You're legit. And like their, their show is able to talk about drag race, but also able to talk about other things ab- right. about their lives and like what they see on their social media. So I think like they're great. But as far as like Drag Race podcast, I'm surprised that we don't have as many Patreon subscribers as we could like other Drag Race podcasts because we're not like two white guys in our 40s who talk about nuance. And I don't mean to be a bitch. And I know that sounds so okay. Targeted. It's targeted as hell because if you listen to all of them, then you know which one I'm talking about. And they are a fantastic podcast. I listen to them every single time. It's just, you know, I hear a lot of the same, same from the same, like, white, uh, cis podcasters who talk about these drag queens who might not identify as cis, who have had these long span careers based on, like, their skin color and their, like, class of how they get how they got to where they are now when I listen to a podcast and the host refuses to learn what a like peplum is over right. like uh, you know right. like a bodysuit and a leotard like when you don't have any informative things but you have people talking about like oh I just love her because she she's got a great smile yeah like oh See, that's why you come to bring back my girls because one you're not white nope I'm not cis nope and Two, we fucking know drag. We know, like, literally details about drag. Right. We don't give a fuck about, like, oh, my God. So, when Candy said the word the, what it really meant, and, like, the nuance of, like, No, we're going to read her no. for her low-rent drag. <laughs> so, speaking of. Should we get into this episode? I think we should get into this episode. So right. Episode six. Disc discommentary. Discommentary. Yeah, let's do it. Joey J has been eliminated. Thank fucking God. Uh, and Candy is upset because her man is gone. Oh no! But her man is right here recording this podcast. Bring back my girls podcast. Podcast talk about anything and everything. RuPaul's Drag Candy Muse. Oh God. And her big fucking hands that she can shove right inside of. That's her. a funny way to say cock. Oh God. Uh, Olivia decides to remind the room that we just had a fight 20 minutes ago. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, so before that lip sync and before Joey J went home, Untucked was intense between Tamisha and Candy. Shall we revisit that? Of course. Utica Queen wants to get into the confessional and say, like, Candy can't uh, take what she can dish. Which, I mean, is tea, but also, Utica, you decided not to speak at all last episode. So. The fact that we see you now, foreshadow much? I don't know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, so Tamisha and Candy start to kind of like fight again. Mm-hmm. And then the tapes were rolled and we saw Untucked again. Again. And I mean, Tamisha said what she said. So. And like, Candy also was like, you said, you came in guns a blazing and you were like, I don't like y'all. And then, and then we watched the tape, and guess what? And guess what? Tamisha said, I don't like y'all. <laughs> so, so Tina and Olivia try to defend Candy to get, like, background. Like, why would you come in saying shit like that? 
And Tamisha tries to explain herself, but, you know, Candy cuts her off again and says, you know what? How about the rest of this competition? You just don't talk to me. That's or, fine. Okay, that's fine with me in this who, thing. Who are you? Like, Tamisha. Really? Mm-hmm. I kind of am Team Candy in this. I'm not. Tamisha had every right to come in and, you know, she was in the bottom three and I'm not excusing her attitude and anything, but, like, she came in and... She said, I have to commend you all, you young queens, for doing what I couldn't do. And I'm starting to understand the game. Right. But, you know, the way y'all are playing seems to be a little um, not my style. But at the same time, y'all are doing y'all and, hey, it is what it is. It would have been different if she said that. She kind of did. No, she didn't. She said it, no, in, she she said it, in, it. in her own backwards Atlanta ass She way. said, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> she You're, is 49 years she, she old said, and that is exactly how 49 year olds talk that's fine but she didn't say if she would have said I'm I'm starting to see how y'all play the game I'm starting to see how this works it would have been different but what she said is I'm y'all starting did to see that. y'all nasty attitudes play the game well right she said I don't like you because you because of your game. fucking attitude <laughs> but you you know what you did well in the challenge I like if I was candy I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, well, they decide that they're just not going to talk to each other for the competition, and right. it kind of gets squashed. But you know what? It's game time, so let the games begin. begin. All right. All um, right. So it's a new day in the workroom, and Yay. the mood is quite awkward. Yeah, the girls are still holding on to that fight from yesterday. Oh, my God, I wonder what's going to happen. All I know is that um, they're saved by the bell because Rue comes in Ooh, girl. as Charles N- Nelson Riley. Come on, Ascot. Um, that nobody knows the reference to. Do you know the reference? He's an actor. He yeah. Was in, uh, it was not Gone with the Wind. He was in. Uh, he was in Bye Bye Birdie. Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah. He was like in all of those black and white movies, movie musicals, TCMs. Um, Bye Bye Birdie was not black and white. Well, he was in black and white movies. He also was on the Match Game. Oh, famously was on the Match Game. He wasn't Paul Lind. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, the fuck. The mini challenge is to design wallpaper and model it in front of the wall. Oh. Um, but you team up. One person will do the modeling, and the other person will do the commentary. Except there'll be a throuple, and Got Mick gets to decide which throuple to be in. But before you decide. You need to consider this fact. The person that you pair up with will also be the person that you work with in the maxi challenge. Relaska talk. So We're the mean girls. We haven't gotten that far yet. Ugh. So, Got Mick chooses Candy and Tina for the throuple to work with in the mini challenge and the maxi challenge. Shocker. Um, that's not like I've seen them work together this whole time already. Uh-huh. Um... So we get Elliot with two T's and Tamisha. Tamisha, we have Roseanne Denali. We have Utica and Olivia. And then Lala, Rhea, and Simone. They do their little mini challenge where Got Mick is the model and Mick is, uh, nope, I said that. Rose is the model. Um, Elliot's the model. Talks about Carol Baskin. It's weird. Uh-huh. Utica comes out and confuses the shit out of RuPaul. Um, I would love to see it. And. Doesn't matter because the winner is Elliot with two T's and Tamisha Iman. Tamisha Iman. Which um, they just. I have a theory. What? What's your theory? Whoever wins the many challenges is like lips in here going home. Yeah, hundred percent. 
That always happens. Always. Always. Pay attention, people. Because I started to think about, like, let's, let, let's go back into memory lane. Yeah. Oh, it's 100%. Oh. It's a trick fuck. Yeah. They love that on Drag Race. Many challenge winners are either lip syncing or going home, you guys. So mm-hmm. think about what happened last week. La La Re won the mini challenge. She was lip syncing. So, um, after the mini challenge is over and Tamisha and Elliot win, the maxi challenge is toast to the girls. They're doing a, they're doing a dancing documentary of disco. Rue gives a small history about disco and compares it to the current day drag race because branding. <laughs> um, they have to learn choreography. And each team will be representing a different era of disco. Mm-hmm. Tina, Got Mick, and Candy are doing the birth of disco. Mm-hmm. Elliot and Tamisha Iman, Tamisha Iman are doing disco and sex. Ooh. Olivia Lux and Utica Queen have Studio 54. Uh-huh. Denali and Rose are doing disco fashion. I don't know. They're doing disco sucks. No, Lala and Simone are doing disco sucks. Oh, okay. So. Um, Elliot is ready to show the girls that she's got what it takes to win. And does she? Let's find S- out. Okay. Uh, um, Rue comes back in to talk to the girls, and Denali and Rose uh, get called to Rue, and they talk about each other's strengths. And I think that both Rose and Denali are fucking each other because they're so close. They're both ugly. <laughs> So, um, Denali talks about how she worked on a cruise ship with ice skates on and take that Elliot with two T's. You're not the only one, but she wasn't ice skating. But Rose says that she almost wins every challenge, but, uh, Rue says, um, try harder. Maybe you'll win. Uh, Simone and Lala talk to Rue about the burning of the black music of disco and, you asked me during we were, during the segment we we're watching this if I knew about that, and I did. The fact that Denali didn't know anything about that. And she that, lives in Chicago. That's kind of sad. Girl. Did you know about that? Yes, I knew about yeah. that. That's like, my I my dad talked to me about that when I was like six years old. Yeah, cause, and it wasn't just disco. It was like gospel music. It was like anything black mm-hmm. music related. So RuPaul kind of told most of the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, Mick, Candy, and Tina uh, make Rue want to slap them because none of them know any disco songs. Um, but during this interaction, Rue loses his mind at how dumb the queens are and laughs at Candy Muse yet again. Um, then Rue tells them that they have to learn choreography and then leaves. So as things continue to move on, it. Uh, we see that they're all kind of like foreshadowing Candy probably being in the bottom because she thinks that she's overconfident and, you know, are they going to judge with individualism or as a group? And um, if they judge individually or with a group, then Candy's in trouble because she's with the two worst dancers that there are. Well, Well, that we know of. That we know of. Because shit's about to go down. They come back into uh, the main stage, or they come to the main stage to meet with choreographer, um, what's his name? Who cares? Not Todrick. I, have we met him before? I don't know. Like, there's always, like, somebody that's not Todrick. Miguel Zarate. Miguel Zarate talks to the girls to do their 
discomentary. He's so spooky. Yeah, I mean, he has tea and coffee here. Um, they get it. They get right into it, and we've seen this, you know, this scene in every season where they have a rusical or they have a dance challenge, and it's like, who's gonna be bad? Who's gonna be this? I don't want to foreshadow anything, but Tina looks insane. What What is with this color scheme? I'm sick of it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm over all of Tina Burner. Ugh. Well, well, we'll talk about what needs to be talked about in a second with Tina fucking Burner. Next up to talk to them is Lala Ree and uh, Simone, and they're going to be fine. I think they'll be fine. I mean, how hard is it to, like, roll your body? Right. Um... All I know is that during this whole disco challenge, Elliot kind of gags the queens because they're like, oh, shit, we should not have, like, um, doubted Elliot with two T's. While Tamisha Iman talks about um, how she has to gyrate with a colostomy bag on. Well. The gag. is kind of gross. I mean, there's a you know first for everything in Drag Race. You, she, I mean, she she says that she doesn't want to tell anybody, but, but I feel like, like those things that you should tell people. The more you shake, the more we smell it. You know what I mean? Well, or just like maybe we'll adjust the choreography so we're not having you do <sighs> things that are uncomfortable. Ugh. Because you have a colostomy bag. Or just leave like Jenny Lemon would. Because of fibromyalgia. <laughs> get the head, get the bread, and leave. Somebody on the Rose Denali team asked, like, how high do you want my leg to go? It was fucking Denali. And it's like, girl. Girl, shut the fuck up. We, the fuck how, how do you say you're a bottom without saying you're a bottom? Um, how do you say you're a tryhard without saying you're a tryhard? I really want to win this challenge really, really badly. Well, if only your layout was cleaner. Um, Utica cannot dance. <laughs> Utica cannot to dance. To save her motherfucking And they gave life. her and Olivia these little chiffon sheets. And even out of drag, Utica's making these faces. Mm-hmm. I mean... She's uh, just being Utica. And I need her to stop immediately. Um, but we see her on the ground at some point, And they kind of laugh at her because no one thinks she's going to win the season. Um, let's move on to Elimination Lopez Day. Elimination Lopez. The, um, the three queens who are always near each other, Tina Burner, Candy Muse, and, and Got Mick, call themselves the Mean Girls, <laughs> which, um, I mean, the Alaska Talks looks so different nowadays. They grew up and... And got worse at drag. Yeah. So. We have one queen that wears the same colors every time. Uh, we we have, have one queen who's actually a drag queen and the three of them. And, and the then we have really a, a queen too, who's but... just a makeup artist who just has expensive drag. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Oh, well. We find out that Olivia Lux used to be 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we were talking about her in the Meet the Queens... It was a lot of, um, she has too big of clothes mm-hmm. for somebody so tiny. And I'm like, I don't know. Something about her is pointing out to me. I don't know. And even throughout the season, I'm like, I'm noticing like thickness in Olivia Lux out right. of drag. 
And I mean, I'm happy to see it. Right. Good on her for finding her her style through um, theater and found her way through drag. So that's pretty cool. Um, I wonder if that's going to come in handy later when they are on the main stage. I think it might. And then we talk to Candy Muse, who talks about her anger issues and... uh, Growing up in her neighborhood and how uh, this expectation that was put on her from the beginning. Yeah. um, And how being in drag race was kind of a pressure cooker for her and then it just kind of exploded. And she mentions the fight between her and Tamisha and... I mean, I guess this happened in Untucked. We didn't watch Untucked, if you were wondering. Um, but they squashed all their differences already. Uh, and she was just explaining more to that because then we go over and talk to Tamisha, who talks about growing up in the projects and getting, uh, you know, that love and affirmation from a teacher, from an authority figure who saw the, the fag in Tamisha mm-hmm. and was able to let them express themselves and live their life. And, you know, growing up in the 60s, probably. Uh, oh. I, mean, I don't know how, how old that was, mm-hmm. but probably right. My mom is like 50-something. Yeah, but she's like in her 40s. 49. She's 49. So probably 60s. If my mom was born in 62, and she's 50-something, right? Like 71. So, yeah, well, regardless. Growing up before we're, when us growing up. I'm pretty sure the amount of 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 pay, patriarchy was stronger than it is now. So mm-hmm. props to Tamisha for being where she is now, living through all that. I keep seeing Tamisha Iman videos on Facebook and TikTok from the '90s, and they're crazy. She's that bitch. She's that girl. Mm-hmm. But you know, all that is to say, what's about to happen on this runway? Uh, category is the the little black little bra- little black dress. Well, before we get but to Ru- that, Paul has to come down the runway, right? And she is wearing this beautiful purple sequin with a little ruffle along the neckline and the shoulders with a line of baby pink. It's so fresh. It's a little basic. I think it's cute. I mean, it's it's giving me the sister version of what she wore in UK, who are best with that. Right. With the shoulder thing again. Um, Michelle's there, Lonnie Love is there, and Carson Kressley's there. And category is now a black dress. But before we get to the runway, we get to see their wonderful performances of the Discomentary. Oh, great. And who knew it was actually going to be a real doc- like documentary style This watered-down documentary. documentary bullshit. It was rough. It was rough. Because they, like, talk a little bit, like, this is, like, their version of documentary. And it was so watered-down, but... Also, like, so repeated from every other documentary there right. is about disco. It was very much the elementary school documentary of disco. Yeah, we see Tina Burner in this knockoff Bob Mackie dress. Mm-hmm. Tina uh, is with Candy and Got Mick, who are in very similar looks, except uh, Got Mick is ruched. 
Um, it's like this red look all over. Yeah. And they're all, they're all fine. I don't really know like what to say. Tina smiles a lot, so. Mm -hmm. And she has something shimmery. Yeah. But then we get uh, the hula hoop girls. Girl. And uh, these this afros. Was a, this was not it. I mean, I. Tamisha's look is fucking stunning. Tamisha's look is cute. She needs to like stop worrying about so much about that colostomy bag falling out of her or something. Oh my god. Because like the the amount of like just like straight faceness is so like Yeah. She didn't give you She's not that. having any fun. No, not at all. Whereas Elliot is over here doing the damn thing. Mhm. Mm she's so I love this outfit and I love this wig. It's giving me very local queen that I don't want to edit out their name so I won't say it, but you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, but then we get uh, them all on the stage. Right Getting ready for Studio 54. Right before Studio 54 with Utica Queen, who's making all these faces in a look I've seen her wear before. Um, and Olivia Lux, who just looks so... God damn beautiful. <sighs> Olivia ate this fucking challenge. Ugh. This hair, this outfit, it's it. It is Ugh. it. It's, I mean, I feel bad for Utica having to be next to this bitch because they probably wouldn't have clocked Utica as hard if she wasn't next to somebody right. like Olivia. Which is, you know, which is unfortunate, but you you get what you get for being on Drag Race. Right. But um, inside this, in, inside this, Inside the Studio 54 Club, we, we get Denali in the same wig that we've seen oh, three times already. You know, that was in my notes, but I didn't want to mention it because I've seen this wig on her a million times. And this is the first time I've seen Rosé not wear a tool. So. That's nice. Refreshing. It's nice and refreshing. Also, do, if we want to talk about the fact that this is supposed to be the fashion girls and this is what we're looking at. Yikes. 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 Like they it literally do, nothing fits. Nothing no. fits Denali. Nothing <laughs> fits Denali. Maybe she used to be fucking three, over it. Maybe she used to be three hundred pounds. But mm -hmm. anyway, uh, they all get back on stage again right before we see our our final pair do something, uh, and that is Simone and uh, what's her La name? La La Ree, who talked about or danced about the disco sucks. The disco movement. sucks movement, and it was it's. <sighs> This challenge was not it. No. And I don't really know what to say other than like, let's start the runway. Let's look at these runway looks, yeah. bitch. Category is... A little black, little black dress. And um, first up, Tinta Burner. She comes out in a wet paint suit. And rips it off into a signature uh, Tina Burner red, yellow, orange, and black with orange, yellow, and red hands on her breast and butt with this awful, ugly wig. It's a boot. It's a boot. I don't get it. Like, can we send her home already? Yeah. Speaking of someone who it's a boot. I know, just candy no, I news. love this. I don't like it. I like it. Candy I don't news. care if it's a reference. It's sloppy. It's Mugler, right? It's like fashion. Yeah, it's ugly. Okay, well, I like it. 
And I mean, it's not, it's not a little black dress. No. But it's, it's a, a big white dress with a little black dress yeah. painted on it. I mean, I could see this on like a, like a runway, but not like Drag Race runway. Mm-mm. But speaking of Drag Race runway, Got Mick understands what the Drag Race concept oh, is. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. That was my first oh. thought. Like before, when they announced that category, I was like, what would I do? And that was the very first thought that I had. Your chest would be just a little bit hairier than Got Mick. I would never do it. I, I would be doing it. never do that. Uh-uh. Why? Because that's not my that's not my drag. That's not my aesthetic. But it's brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Elliot <sighs> with two T's. She got this at Zara. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Elliot could have won this challenge. If I she mean, didn't wear pedestrian clothing on the main so stage. Basic. So basic. Like I wish they would like vote bareness basic for the US version. Like there, <laughs> there was a reason why you like were voted off by your peers. Right. Episode one. Yikes. Tell Misha, Iman. Ugh. I think she looks gorgeous. I don't like this dress. I mean I don't like the construction of it, mm-hmm. but I think when you uh, think about when this dress was made in the 1980s, <laughs> then it would make sense that it, like, Tamisha said, I'm not spending a single dime Mm-mm. on any of any of the runway or categories that Drag Race sees me. I have so many looks that I've made over the years. I'm bringing everything that I've ever owned right. to Drag Race. And that's where she fell into trouble. But... The person who I made my background on my phone. Okay. Miss Olivia Lux. Oh my God. Let's be honest. The dress is not it. It's not it. It's, it's not a, it. It's a basic dress with rhinestones. Mm-hmm. And not even, it's like five rhinestones. Right. But, but she looks bitch, good. She looks good. I love this good. hair. This hair is everything. It looks amazing. I think like she knew what this category called for, and that was to give you Jersey Girl. Right. Utica Queen. No. No. It's no. a boot. It's a boot. We learn on the runway that this is in reference to her earrings. Even the dress <coughs> looks bad. Yeah. Like it looks cheap. It looks uh, it looks well constructed, but that's it, it. It doesn't. That's it. Well constructed. I see I see a the gold morph suit underneath yeah. a black dress. Yeah. And it's a hat it. with an attachment. Denali, I love this look. I love the spidery, uh, I love the beads, I love the eyes on top of the uh, eyes. Uh, I think the hat with the fascinator is so cute. I love the ponytail. I love this look. Like, when she said in the Meet the Queens that she was, like, very, like, earthy, mm-hmm. she meant it. Because, yeah, like, every look has been very earthy. Except yeah. for that mixed bag, airbag thing. But it's cute, too. It's cute. I'll tune it as well. Rosé needs to stop wearing tools. Why does she have so much fucking tools? Before she came to Drag Race, she got all of the all the deals on tool. And it's all different colored tool. Like, no, mama, no. You look so bulky. Hasn't she worn this hair already? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's worn this hair already. It, if she hasn't, it looks very similar to hair that she's already worn. That's sad. Next. Ugh, Girl, yeah. bye. It's not a thing. Um, Lala Ree needs to wear clothes that fit her. Is this a dress? It's a it's a tank top. It, uh, oh my god! Like if you have to pull down your skirt on the runway, it doesn't fit, sweetie. I can't believe they thought they said we're gonna we're gonna cast these girls and give a drag race season of these girls. Was she safe? 
She shouldn't have been, but she was. Oh, God, I hate this. Like, she's about to give Dita Ritz everything. Right. For season 13. I can see her underwear. Yeah, like, her, her dress is rising and it doesn't fit. It's little. It's too little. Now, Simone comes out in a Back to Our Roots uh, inspired RuPaul look. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this is my least favorite out of everything that she's ever done. Mm-hmm. It's still good, though. It's good. I love the wig. I love the wig, too. I wish she had a fuller face to, like, fill out the wig more. Right. But it's still cute. Yeah, that's exactly it. I wish she had just a little bit more... Fat. Or cosmetics. Yeah. You know, just, like, something. It looks very, like... Like, I lose her face Mm. in all of it. Oh, well. So, um... We have a bunch of judges' critiques and a bunch of people are safe... I think Rose, Denali, Lalari, Simone. They are safe. they are declared safe. You're safe. And um Denali's Denali's not ready. She's not happy about that. I'm just like, do you really not look at yourself in the mirror? Apparently not. You think you should have won that? Yeah. Girl, bye. We got some tops and bottoms. Tina's in the Tina's is he the top or bottom? Um, I don't know. Because uh, they were like, we didn't quite like this. It was okay. You were great in the challenge with that Bob Mackie knockoff. Yeah, but they loved her in the challenge. Yeah. And that hair is hideous. She needs to burn it. Yeah. Um, Candy, get, I almost called her Candy Burner. Oh. Candy gets red for her runway because her makeup's not good. No. And she was not well in the challenge, and it doesn't look good for Candy. I don't know what's gonna happen. Oh, Uh-oh. No. LA with two T's gets caught basic, mm-hmm. but she danced her ass off in that challenge. I will say, this is like the first mug of Elliot's that I'm like, I don't hate this. Mm, because she put on blush and contour? Yes. Yeah, great. Um, Tamisha Iman, uh, she kind of gets praised for her outfit, but she also kind of gets red for her outfit. Because it's it's dated. And that's mm-hmm. fair. Um, she gets red for the challenge for sure. Because she is definitely holding back. Yeah, she gave Nooch the whole time. Yeah, well, you know. Maybe she was insecure about that ostomy bag. That she didn't finish calling colostomy. They love, 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 love Olivia. And about goddamn time. Right, I've been waiting for her to get her goddamn episodes and her shine. Like... She should have been winning all these times. Period. You know. You live, you learn. Utica gets red. You're like, what the fuck are you? Right. You like oh, didn't do well in this earring? challenge. This look is not it, sis. No. And yeah, we'll all yeah. talk about it when you get there. It's not cute. No, and like her goal looks like dirt. Yeah. So anyway, they all go back to Untucked. We didn't watch it like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um Apparently nothing happened, according to the internet. But we come back and we see that Olivia Lux gets to be the winner of the Maxi Challenge. Um, we see uh, Utica become safe. Mm-hmm. And she's after gagged. After being in the bottom three. She was gagged. The other two bottoms, unfortunately, are Tamisha Iman and Candy Muse. And they have to lip sync to Hit 'em Up Style, Oops, by Blue Cantrell, mm-hmm. which is 
the song of the song like is if that is a song that I remember from my childhood, bitch. Right. And you know, it's unfortunate because. I, I mean, really wanted Tamisha to stay. I did too, but Candy ate that lip sync. She ate it towards the end. Tamisha was giving her up for her money for a while. Yeah. But she pulled out ahead. And at the end, she Candy was sobbing to send Tamisha home. I know. And they apologized and they had their moment of redemption with each other. Mm-hmm. So that was sweet. Well, she was still mad underneath the queen. <gasps> oh. So. I would be too if I was her. Yeah. Oh, well. We got to see them fight, and now we got to see them fight again. Hey, I'll see you on the road, bitch. She's lying. She's not going to travel. None of them are traveling because COVID still exists. Hey. Toot toot. Beep beep. Any final thoughts? (sighs) I am so sad that the drama of this season is gone. Who, Tamisha? No, just like Tamisha and Candy. Oh, Candy will find somebody else to fight with. I hope. Don't I worry. so hope she'll, so. She'll turn on, on Got Mick or, or Tina. <gasps> Ooh, Burger. we'd love to see that. Yeah. So. Well, um. That's it. Tamisha Mon went home. Bye, Gail. And, uh, uh, who's next? Go. We'll find go, out. Go. Well, okay. Until next time, guys. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to Bring Back My Girls Podcast. Bring Back My Girls Podcast was rated number seven on the top 25 RuPaul's Drag Race podcasts you must follow in 2020 on blog.feedspot.com slash RuPaul's underscore drag underscore race underscore podcast slash send us an email at bringbackmygirlspodcast at gmail.com. Bring Back My Girls Podcast can be listened to on Apple Podcasts, Player FM, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and UBooks, which we don't know how we got on there either, but whatever, listen there too. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to wherever you listen to this podcast. You can like us on Facebook at Bring Back My Girls Podcast, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BBMG Podcast. Be sure to head over to patreon.com slash bringbackmygirls and donate to the $1 or $3 level to receive exclusive content by us over here at Bring Back My Girls Podcast. Now, my dear, you're safe. You may join the other girls.